Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? It's Andy and Drew here. Welcome back to the What's Up Castleberry podcast. We are in episode number 39. We are so pumped to be here with you. Andy and I, if you're new to our little podcast, to our Castleberry residents and pastors in Castleberry, Florida, and every week, every Tuesday, we share episodes, conversations about what's going on in Castleberry and Seminole County in Central Florida. We love hearing from guests and folks from around our community to share about the things that are happening here. Andy and Robin, how are you? Y'all excited to be here today? Drew, you bet. Of course we're excited. This is one of the highlights of my week, chatting with you guys and chatting with our listeners about our community. I'm especially looking forward to today's episode because we made the decision that we were going to take a break from all the guests that we've had and just chat among ourselves. You know, it's really pretty cool that we have people reaching out to us saying, hey, I'd like to be on our show. And we're so grateful that there are so many community members who are doing some great stuff. But it's also really cool when we can just sit down as a little podcast family and talk about among ourselves, talk about our community and some of the things that are happening. So I'm excited for this episode. It's going to be very different, but I think it'll be pretty cool as well. And Robin, you don't know it yet, but you're going to feature pretty prominently in our podcast today. So how's things in your world? It's wonderful. I'm so excited to be the star of this episode. Well, we didn't say star. We just said feature prominently. Well, I do the editing, so I can easily make myself the star. (laughs) All right. That's good. She does have a lot of the power. Well, Robin, you and I are going to be famous sans Andy next week. That's right. As this podcast comes out on Tuesday, the 27th, Wednesday, October 28th, we're going to be on location, aren't we? Yes, we're going to be at Castleberry Elementary's Trunk or Treat. That's right. Andy is going to be away, but Robin and I are excited to be at the Castleberry Elementary School Trunk or Treat Wednesday, October 28th from 6 until 8 p.m. The Trunk or Treat is drive-through this year, so a little bit different. That means the families, kids will be dressed up and in their vehicles. They'll be driving through the campus and spread out, socially distanced, will be several cars from businesses and individuals decorated. Robin, I know we have our What's Up Castleberry kind of background sign there. Are we going to have some treats, hopefully, for the kiddos? Yes, you can't go to a trunk or tree without treats. (laughs) What clue is in the name, Drew? (laughs) That's true. What is your favorite treat or favorite candy for Halloween? Well, mine is anything chocolate. Can't go wrong. Anything sugar. So pretty much everything. I don't discriminate. I'm a Twix guy. If you guys want to buy me some Twix for Halloween, drop them off on my doorstep. I would love you forever. Are you a right Twix or a left Twix? <laughs> I don't understand that thing. I never have. I don't either. But Twix is very good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Reese's peanut butter cup, but also, yeah, Twix as well. So we will be at the Trunk or Treat. Please come introduce yourself, listeners, to... Producer Robin, myself, at 6 to 8 on Wednesday, the 28th. It's drive-through. It's safe. It'll be fun. And uh, speaking of, we are coming up uh, to the the week of Halloween, October 31st. It's a Saturday this year, so that'll make it more, I think, accessible for folks. Andy, Robin, 
thinking and what have, what's the scuttlebutt around Castleberry and where y'all are at regarding trick-or-treating in the midst of COVID? What are your thoughts? I, uh, I saw a little meme the other day. Apparently on Halloween, it's also going to be a full moon as well. So there's uh, apparently going to be a lot of funky things going on. We have decided, and of course my kids are a little older now, that we're not going to go door to door. But my daughter has invited a bunch of her friends, and I think my son is bringing some of his friends down. And we're going to project a movie on our garage door. So when kids come by, they can grab some candies. They won't grab the Twixes because they'll be in a secret little compartment <laughs> that I've created and will hide them in. But we'll engage that way from a distance, and we'll have some fun watching a movie on our garage door, which will double as a a screen. So so that's what we're going to do. It will be interesting to see how people react differently. Part of me really hopes, though, that many people will still get out and get to know their neighbors. Because among other things, that night is a great way to say hello to, to those who live around you. For many folks, that's the only chance they get to engage with their community. And I would hate for us to lose that along with a lot of the other things we've lost this year. Yeah, it's well said. It's funny you say that about meeting your neighbors. When Becky and I moved into our home there uh, near Dewdrop Park uh, coming up on five years ago, that was actually one of the first events in which we got to meet and see some different folks. We decided we were going to put a table and we still do this to this day. We, uh, we carve a pumpkin and it's fun for her and I. And then we set out some candy as well as some water bottles on a little table, we play some some Halloween themed music and we just kind of hang out outside. And it's been a real joy to meet some folks from our, our neighborhood. Our neighbors to the immediate right of us have two children and they love to dress up and decorate and they invite friends over and community goes trick-or-treating kind of from their house and out and about. So yeah, we, we definitely encourage our listeners, of course, be safe. And obviously if you choose not to participate out of an abundance of caution. That's totally understood. From what I'm reading, at least on social media, it seems like kind of the common theme is if you are participating, turn your lights on, be very visible and and obvious about it. And if you're choosing not to turn your lights off and let folks respect your choice of being private. But if you are participating, be out, be visible, and uh, connect and, and meet your neighbors. You'll, you'll never know, as Andy said, who you might meet that time. And one particular side funny note, across the street from Dewdrop Park entrance on Avalon, the house directly across the street, Andy, you may have seen this when you were walking, there is uh, a, a nice little uh, setup with pumpkins and hay bales, and then they've made one of the the pumpkins look like it's mooning the, the, the passersby. <laughs> I thought that was pretty humorous. I haven't seen that. And I'm not sure what I would do if I did see that. <laughs> well, there you go. So that's what we're going to be doing is the What's Up Castleberry podcast family. Robin, your apartment complex there by the uh, Lake Concord, any, any special highlights for you? or? I don't believe they're having any special events this year. I don't have kids of my own, so I don't really know too much about what's going on. But I will say that back in my day, I trick-or-treated till I was 19 years old, which is only a few years ago. Yeah, that was like the last year. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. last year. 
<laughs> Very nice. Well, the next uh, Castlebury in the News segment we wanted to touch on, Andy shared with Robin and I a video from the local early elections that are going on at the Castlebury Public Library. That's right. Early elections have begun and run through November the 1st from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. every day at the Castleberry Public Library. And Andy, you noted that there was a video showing uh, quite the line the first day of early voting. What do you want to talk about regarding kind of this election season and everything going on? Are you, are you just ready for it to be over, like me? <laughs> yeah, what do I want to talk about? As little as possible, true. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Castleberry gets a lot of focus pre-election because the Seminole County Library is one of the primary polling stations. And so everybody comes to Castleberry to vote if they want to vote early. Uh, I understand that there have been a lot of people early voting, which I think is great. But even in the midst of a higher turnout than normal, I don't think, I certainly haven't heard of people waiting more than an hour. And I will say that a supervisor of elections in that office really does a great job of moving lines forward and managing you know, when people are going to be there and, and that kind of thing. They've almost got it down to a science. It's like they've been learning from Disney or Chick-fil-A or something. So it was nice to see Castlebury on the news. And as we all know, we were in election season. You know, what a privilege and what a gift it is to be able to vote. It's a responsibility that we must not take lightly, but it is a weighty responsibility. And often with weighty responsibilities come some uh, difficult decisions to make as well. So yeah, as we're talking about the elections, I would just encourage you to do your homework, to do your research, to think through what you're really looking for, and then, then go out and vote. Andy, we touched on this a, a previous episode, but what are uh, maybe one or two things for you in particular as, as you think about who it is that you're voting for or what you're looking for in a leader, both at a local level and up the, the ranks, state and national level? What are some qualities, attributes that you're looking for in an elected official? Well, let me say without bias, I'm looking at both the person and the policies, I think both are very important. I'm looking for someone with integrity, with character, with honesty, someone who breeds trust. But I'm also looking for policies that express those kind of traits as well. So it's very interesting, especially as you look at your sample ballot, right? There's lots of names that aren't very familiar to us. And you look at some of the amendments and there's issues that maybe are worded in slightly unusual ways. And I've really had to dig deep into some of those to understand what has really been asked of us and understand who's asking it of us as well. Because for me, a definition of integrity is that the outward actions match the inward convictions. So I'm looking for someone and for people who have integrity. You know, this is, I think, maybe only the second national election that I've been able to vote in because I've only been a U.S. citizen, I think, for, for five or six years. So I'm still kind of new to the process. I know there are lots of folks who kind of just vote party, whatever. But I want to dig a little deeper 
than that. And I'm, I'm trying to do my homework. Uh, it's leaving me exasperated <laughs> a lot of the time and really work out what's the best platform and person and each of the unique roles that are up on the ballot this year. Well said. And Andy, I think what you said about integrity, the concept of being both the same publicly as well as what your beliefs are. You can state one thing, but if your actions are contrary, that's not being a, a person of integrity. And I appreciated that comment for looking for goal leaders. I would also just comment that as far as voting as a whole, we've touched on this before, that if you do not vote, if you do not educate yourself and make and take the action steps, then the reality is you really don't have a space or a place to complain. And so we just encourage our listeners to be proactive, read up, even perhaps pray and spend some time reflecting on who it is that you should vote for and then go take the action step of voting. Again, you can vote up until November the 1st if you're in Castleberry at the Castleberry Public Library there on Oxford Road. I, I just uh, want to share, I know you know Mike Hertel, who used to be our supervisor of elections and, you know, good man. He was given a presentation at the Chamber of Commerce once, and he made this profound statement that as Castleberry goes, so goes the nation, right? Mm -hmm. And you think, what? what? That's, a, that's a crazy claim. But he kind of backed it up by saying, uh, nationally, Florida is a swing state, right? In the midst of that swing state, central Florida is a swing region. Mm. In the midst of that swing region... Seminole County is a swing county. And in the midst of that swing county, Castleberry is the ultimate swing city that can vote either way. And so while it sounds a little outrageous, it makes sense. There's some science behind it that as goes Castleberry, so goes the nation. Please vote. Please vote responsibly. Please vote thoughtfully what you do really does make a difference. I love that. That's good. There we go. A lot of influence and power here in little old Castleberry. The state of the world rests on Castleberry. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Well, if you want to, in fact, learn a little bit more about several individuals who are running both very locally and as well as at a state level, uh, we want to plug our podcast. Go back into our archive on our website, whatsupcastleberry.com or on the podcast feed, and you can listen to several folks running for office. We encourage you to listen to those to help educate yourself on some of those local elections as well as state level elections. Hey, speaking of the community, uh, we are so excited, Andy and Robin and I, about our community member of the month. We are highlighting those who are serving, who are leading, who are inspiring within our great city of Castleberry. We have a couple of names that we are kind of wrestling between amongst our, our panel of three, but we wanna hear from you. We're gonna give you one more opportunity in which to shoot over, message us. Who do you think would be a great community member of the month? And we wanna highlight them and recognize the work that they are doing in the city. You might ask, listener, how can I reach out to the panel, the podcast host here? Well, a number of facets. You can go to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, both titled What's Up Castleberry. You can leave a comment in the podcast feed 
or go to our website, whatsupcastleberry.com and leave us a comment, a contact, and let us know who you think should be the community member of the month. Andy, this should be a hotly contested each month. I'm excited. Lots of great candidate potentials. Absolutely. Drew, I want you to know that I took your name out of the hat after you submitted your own name. Oh, man. I thought that slide. <laughs> but you're right. There's so many competent, qualified, giving, sacrificial people uh, who do so much for our community. And I'm really excited to say thank you to some of those who do thankless tasks. So the good news is this isn't something we're, we're doing just once. We're not even doing it uh, every year. We're looking to find someone and celebrate someone every month. And, and I suspect that we'll be able to do this for years and years and years. Uh, just consider some of the sectors where we have great people in our, our local schools and some of our teachers and our local government and some of our officials in our city and some of those who go above and beyond. We've got many community volunteers and nonprofits and just a, a ton of folks uh, who contribute to making our city so vibrant. And I look forward to honoring them. And maybe one day we'll let you win. It would seem weird if we let you win right off the bat. <laughs> Absolutely. There are much greater folks than, than myself. Before we get to our next news topic, let's take a break and, and talk about today's sponsor. We are so excited here on the podcast to have sponsors who support what we do, and we love to highlight what they are doing in our community of Castleberry. And we are blessed to have a brand new sponsor starting today, uh, Deborah Morris of Deborah Morris Home Team, Keller Williams Advantage Realty, has been a member and a resident of Castleberry for many, many years. Deborah and her husband, Chuck, are involved in the Castleberry Chamber of Commerce, as well as the Carriage Hill community. They are a husband and wife team serving in Castleberry and the surrounding area of Central Florida since 2012. Deborah and Chuck and the Deborah Morris home team are about helping sellers and buyers by making their housing dreams a reality. You can reach them at their website, www.debramorrishometeam.kw.com. Let me spell it out for you. That's Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S, hometeam.kw.com. Thank you, Deborah Morris, home team, for being a great sponsor of the podcast. Drew, I do love these conversations as we can just kind of catch up with each other and catch up with our listeners about some of the things that are happening in our city. One of the other things that we haven't touched on yet that I think we need to because it's such a, a great picture of what a community can do when it comes together is a project that you and I and Robin and others are involved in called Neighbor to Neighbor. And we have our next Neighbor to Neighbor event coming up, sponsored by some of our local churches. Would you give us a little picture of what Neighbor to Neighbor is? Yeah, absolutely. So Neighbor to Neighbor, really, uh, we kind of stole the name from a, a local church in the community, Metro Life Church. I should stole is a bad word. Maybe we just borrowed the name. But the idea is that when we look around the city, 
probably every street, maybe listener, the street that you live on, you can think of perhaps there's a home either on your street or another street that has seen better days that maybe there's for a variety of reasons, folks have kind of let uh, the home and the property become a little bit more and more in disrepair. And, and, you know, the reality is that sometimes those are self-inflicted wounds. Other times there's circumstances and events that have happened to an individual or a family that have caused a home and a property to be less than kind of ideal for living in or, or walking by. And so one of the goals that we have is, hey, how can we collectively as individuals and as churches and, and nonprofit organizations within the city of Castleberry come alongside and provide hope and encouragement to those who are struggling a little bit. And so Andy, through yourself and one of our previous podcast guests, Shane Kahut, along with others, uh, we reached out to the city and said, hey, how can we assist and come alongside some of the most uh, vulnerable and frankly, homes that are in the midst of crisis, homes that in fact are receiving fines because they are not up to code within the city that we live in here in Castleberry. And so Andy, would you kind of explain maybe how that process worked and how we kind of got that list? Every day, our city code compliance department is coming across houses that have got problems. And while I think code compliance officers enjoy what they do, at times it's a very hard job. That's a very <laughs> difficult job. <laughs> yeah, because they need to find people who they know don't have the resources to fix a problem. Now, if code compliance ignores the situation, then it makes it worse for them, it makes it worse for our community, and ultimately worse for the homeowner as well. So they have to do something about it, but they don't want to make things worse, they want to make things better. And so when we had this conversation, the back-end logistics is that they will give us 20, 30 homes to go and visit that they have perpetual struggles with and that they see there is some need and vulnerability. Maybe the person has a disability, maybe they're impoverished, maybe they have some health issues or they're in their senior years. And those homes are a public record too, so they're not sharing anything that's not public. And then given that list, some of our team will go and visit those homes and have a conversation with the homeowner. I was on one the other day with Shane and just say, hey, we're here from the community. We understand you've got some issues with your yard, with your home. We would love to help you with that. And inevitably, they would say, well, how much does it cost? And we said, no, no, no. We want to do this for free just because we have some folks who love serving and our city cares about you. And we know that this is probably a bit of a weight on you. And we want to take that weight off. And so having done a little evaluation, we will approve internally that house to receive some care. And then we'll send a team out. And we're hoping, as we do this on November 21st, that we'll have about 200, 250 community members volunteering with us. We'll break them up into work teams. We've got to be very careful this year with all the COVID compliance stuff. And we'll 
send them out to these homes to fix the problems, to bless the citizens, to fix the violations, to reduce the fines. And this really is a win-win, win-win-win for our community. And Drew, I know as you and Robin do as well, we love to create those multiple wins that make our community stronger. Yeah, absolutely. I remember last year, we're hopeful that this will be kind of a maybe a quarterly uh, type of event. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with COVID, there was some changes in the year 2020. But last year, when we hosted this inaugural neighbor to neighbor event with the community coming together, there was around 150 folks that met and we served all over the city. And a couple of highlights was First, there were a few of the actual city employees that came out and walked around the different properties that we were working on that particular Saturday morning. And just the comments and feedback, we were a great encouragement to them. They were very thankful because, as you said, Andy, that they don't want to give out fines. They don't want to see a particular property in disrepair. And so they were just so excited and thankful that it wasn't the city or the local government having to do the work or allocate the funds needed, but it was the citizens of the community themselves. So that was highlight number one. Uh, A second highlight for me was to meet lots of our local citizens that I had not met before, but we were there. We were all wearing matching t-shirts. We came from around the community together and served alongside one another. And I had the joy of meeting some folks and literally doing sweat equity, trimming bushes and mowing grass and picking up garbage right next to folks from our community. And then finally, the particular home that I worked on, a few of the neighbors after about an hour of serving with the team and we were this particular home had quite a bit of need and some needed some TLC about an hour into it neighbors from around the street began to walk outside to see what was going on and they started asking questions and conversations developed and there was just a real sense of excitement and joy is obviously this one house had its struggles. It was kind of the the bane of the neighborhood or of the particular street. And the citizens there were excited. And in fact, one lady began mowing her yard as almost kind of a motivation that, hey, this house is getting worked on. I need to work on my house as well. And so the positive energy that was kind of transmitted out from that city just brought great joy. It really is our community helping our community. You know, we had the city manager come out and do it, and they've been incredibly supportive. Commissioner Hufford came out and and got dirty, raking strangers' yards. Chick-fil-A provided a free lunch for all of our 200 volunteers. And it was like, wow, it's amazing what we can do as we come together as, as a community. Drew, there's a great quote that I love. When I was initially involved in Castleberry Elementary with the food pantry, and we had an old portable classroom that we turned into the food pantry, there was a quote that really drove us as we were pulling the community together back then. And it was from President Truman. And he said, it's amazing what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit. Hmm. 
It's amazing what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit. And in a community where everybody comes together and does their own little bit, there's no one really who kind of comes and gets all the credit. It's us together that's making a difference in the place that we live. And I think there's something powerful and beautiful that is found in that. And, and honestly, I think we're modeling through that something that needs to happen, not just within our community, within our city, but within our, our nation and our world right now. No, I love that. That is so good. And you kind of stole my inspirational moment and quote, Andy, but <laughs> well, I'll allow it. I'll allow what we can, we can get to, <laughs> but that is very well said. So be thinking of us. We're excited. As Andy said, November 21st, perhaps you'll see us folks from around the community coming together to serve uh, the community. So Drew, just before we move on, and if folks want more information about this, please reach out to us through our website, whatsupcustomary.com on social media and a podcast. We'd love to talk more about this with you. Well, Andy, I am super encouraged and I, I hope you are as well, listener. We're going to close this episode of just kind of the three of us riffing and having conversations about our city and some news topics uh, with a, an inspirational moment, a second one, since we had a great quote from President Truman just a few moments ago. This is from author David Brooks, and I think it actually ties in beautifully to some of the subject matter that we've discussed today. This quote from David Brooks says, Almost every successful person begins with two beliefs. First, the future can be better than the present. And second, I have the power to make it so. Almost every successful person begins with two beliefs. The future can be better than the present, and I have the power to make it so. And so, listener, our hope and encouragement as you hear and listen to our podcast week after week, is that we would, through this medium, inspire you to take a look around, look at your life, your family, your neighborhood, even your own home, but your city as a whole, and recognize what is your role? What function, what power are you given to make an impact for a better future? The future can, and we believe, will be better than the present. And I know some of us just need to hear that, right? That the future can and will be better than the present. But you have a role, listener, as do I, as do we all. Let's work to make a better future together. Drew, I love that. Producer Robin always jokes at us that whenever we go into the inspirational moment, that we slip into our preacher voices. And uh, you did that there, and it was great. What wise words delivered in a powerful tone. So thank you for that. Friends, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, rather unusual episode of What's Up Castleberry, a casual conversation for and about our community. This podcast is produced by Robin Kepke. For more information, please check out our website, Facebook page, Instagram, or podcast feed, all with that name, What's Up Castleberry. Like, subscribe to the podcast. Please rate and review us. And until next time, have a great week.